we're back. And today we have a special guest, Mr. Clarence White. Why are you talking so softly? Because my mic is on. It's the inflection. Oh. It's called an inflection. So I changed Thank my you. voice. <laughs> Thank you for so that I can give what it's drama. called. <laughs> You know what, Clarence? Thank you for thank you for coming today. We married Clarence. It's quite an honor to be here, and I'm enjoying this already. Please uh -oh. keep it going. Uh oh. No, no, no. So wait. You got to tell them what you do, and then we'll jump into no, it. Cause no, you gotta don't start there. Clarence. Okay. Okay. How did you end up on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so I was at the marriage in real estate mixer. Well, there we go. Shout out to the mixer. Ago, which was a fabulous mixer Thank that you. was held at the Shipley Hotel. You got it correct. Did I say that Is, correctly? Yeah. Shifley. 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 Shifley Hotel. I don't think it's Shifley. And I was, as much as, as long as I've known you all as a couple and mm -hmm. know that you're involved in real estate and have witnessed several of your projects. Uh, in fact, I met you all by stalking one of your projects, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, we'll get into to, the story to, too. To learn that you all have this podcast of marriage and real estate, yeah. I was low-key offended because I go, how is it that you're involved in two of my most favorite passions? Yes. One being real estate, I'm a commercial real estate lender. But what you all didn't know, which I didn't realize at the time, I'm also a marriage coach. And so if you're do talking about marriage in real estate, I'm I'm just so surprised you haven't reached out and had me come on as a guest. So, so that's how I earned I my, mean, my way to the podcast. Speaking of surprises, <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea Not a single clue. that you were a marriage counselor. Now, we did put the real estate component to it because we have certainly run into each other in that space. I mean, we've done deals together on several in real occasions. Yes. You actually came to our second project ever. 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 Yep. Yeah. yeah. How did we yeah. do? How did Kevin do? It, it was great. I told was you all cute, that. Right? Man, it was very nice. So we, and smaller. we've been trying to sell your house ever, ever since. since. <laughs> it was smaller than what I was looking for at the time. Have you bought a house since then? I am in the process right now doing a purchase rehab right now. So, so you've already purchased your rehab? It's under contract. And there we go. I had a team meeting today with architect, engineer, plumber, electrician. Okay. Um, who else? It was like five or six people there. So, so I have to say, yeah. you've lost six years of appreciation and equity. Just want to tell that's, you. That's a minimum. I just want to tell you. you know, From when we met you. Yeah, sometimes I have to remind myself that it's not always my timing, but God's timing. <laughs> uh, it, is certainly, yeah. it certainly has not been due to a lack of effort. If you met my realtor, they would tell you that they're very much tired of me and showing me properties over these years. She been your realtor. He or she has been your realtor since then? The whole For time. For four years. Oh. And they are very sick and tired of me yeah. in my process. So four years. So we met you six so, years ago. Really? So that means you switched. No, that was 2017, 18. So what happened is to remind you all the stories. I came to that project yep. because of one of you all's investors who I followed at the time mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I thought they were pretty dynamic. And I yes. felt it would be an opportunity for me to meet this person. All of, person. Our, all of our events are great opportunities yeah. for people to meet. Yeah. And so <laughs> I just so happened to come to the open house that they were not uh, attending. That's how you got there. But look you at God. You don't remember that? Look at God. Look at him. I told you all that at the event. I remember. She yeah. has oh, okay, yeah, her yeah. memory. Yeah. yeah. But I got a chance to meet you all and that connect with you all. Yes. Which was an unintended positive consequence that is true. of me trying to meet some other young person. So. That, yeah, that's exciting. Okay, yeah. so tell us what it what is it that you do? You we know real estate and we know marriage counseling. Tell our audience a little bit about who Clarence is. Well, I say marriage coaching instead coaching. of counseling, even though I'm uh, degreed as a counselor would be and have trained in counseling settings okay. at multiple um, counseling facilities. Mm -hmm. I did not take the licensing exam. So that's okay. why I call myself a coach instead of a counselor. Got it. Uh, but I'm also a licensed uh, United Methodist pastor. Get out of here. So oh, I grew I'm up a, Methodist. I'm a pastor. I'm a marriage coach and a commercial banker. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And a single person dating, right? <laughs> and a single person dating. Yes. 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 Um, and so I 
I like to believe that there is a lot to learn from people who are, this is a marriage and real estate podcast, right? So we typically would have married couples on or people who are married, but I like to believe that there's a lot that we can learn from people who have been married before. Because if I think about my career and even relationships, I've learned so much from those past encounters that make me a better person for where I am now. So I'm hoping that with our audience, especially since you are a marriage coach and you do real estate, that they'll get great value from that as well. Well, here's the here's the most shocking thing that when folks find out my current situation or relationship status as being single and dating, uh, I have an active prospect now. That's there we go. That. Go I ahead. Make sure I don't find myself in in trouble with that okay. that opportunity that I'm pursuing currently. Uh, is that they say, well, how, why, or would I trust you? to be a resource for my marriage mm-hmm. because I focus primarily on crisis situations. So people who are currently considering divorce or headed toward divorce or already separated and have filed for divorce. Um, I've worked with those types of couples primarily, mm-hmm. but I also work with uh, couples consider marriage. So I do a lot of premarital counseling as well. Okay. Among those two polar the ends of the spectrums mm-hmm. for marriages. I say, why would I trust you when I'm twice divorced? I say three times because I had a, you know, like a long term living situation that resulted in a child. So I, I give that relationship the credit that it mm-hmm. deserves. And they say, well, you haven't gotten it right in three times. Uh, what really shocks people is when I meet, when I'm single, single and looking and I meet someone I'm interested in, right off the bat, I tell them um, I got six kids and four baby mamas. Why? Wait, when? Why, why do you tell him that? Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Is that the intro? That's my intro. Why? You know that right true. up front. Right up, it is, is true. So let it me ask true. a question. Hold on now. Hold wait on. a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make the math math. Okay? okay. No, math. the math math. He said I was married three times. Mm-hmm. No, twice. Twice, but I count one the third one. long term, mm-hmm. which resulted in a child. Hold on, hold on. Count that one. Hold on, you got six kids and four baby. That's okay. what he, see? <laughs> Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so yeah. one of the baby mamas Two inside the baby of mama. the relationship? No, 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 because he too got much. three. We don't need to know all of that, Clarence. You just need to make the <laughs> make, math. Make add the math, up, math. And Surely, I, I would love to. So, married my college sweetheart. Okay. Okay. Sweet. We were together for 12 and a half years. <laughs> and, and we have a child from that relationship. Okay. Okay. After that first divorce, that's when the living arrangement happened right. okay and we have a child okay so that would be two and two yes. got it yes uh then i adopted a daughter who was 13 at the time who was a member of my church who did not have a relationship with her biological father had never met her biological father okay. and i thought it'd be a great opportunity for me now to have a daughter okay two sons I like okay, but i didn't okay. have a, a daughter yeah and so over some time, she's now accepted me as her father, and I'm her father. Mm-hmm. And her mother calls me her baby daddy. Even though oh. we never dated, Interesting. we never had any type of relationship other than co-parenting her daughter. Yeah. I told y'all that's actually pretty daddy. sweet. That's okay. baby mama number three we had and number three, three children. Baby mama number three. Then I married for the second time, yeah. and that wife had three daughters when we met. They were 9, 11, and 13 when we met. And so I became father to them, even though they have a relationship with their father. Sure. My personality is, it's me. So so you have two biological him, children yeah. and four. I, 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 have six, a, I have six children. Six kids. No, I'm, I'm with you. Not I'm with kids. We believe in adoption. Yeah. So I, like, we're all about that. Yeah. So I wish okay. the babies would call me something else. I'm dead. Yes. No, no, no. I, look, I'm, I'm about all, that life. That's I'm about a that very compelling life. intro. Yes. But that's Thank actually, you, but you I should leave with something that. else. No, 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 I don't explain that in the beginning. So what I've learned. You want to scare them. No, I don't want to scare them, but I want to prepare you for what comes with me. In, in relationships, we forget so often that there's more that comes than the face or the bank account or the degrees yeah. or the professional representation. Mm-hmm. There's so much more that comes to that. So I want to give you the big building blocks of who I am up front and make sure you're okay with it. And you want one to scare of the big, One of the big building blocks is I got six kids. That sounds go, scary as hell. To and for, and not only do I have six kids, but I got they have mothers, so there's four of them that you have to clear the hurdle with in you order know, to be okay with me. You know what it's like? Because we like, move it. Oh, we clear. We move as a You, move as you a know what it's like? Y'all, it's y'all like leave a, Clarence alone. It's like a rich person. <laughs> clear the hurdle? A rich person 
acting broke, like, hey, I'm in dire poverty. Because you want to test them. You want to see if, like, they're worth exposing your true not self. Because so, so that's actually a really sweet, genuine, like, it's, reason it's, to have four baby mamas and two, you it, know. It could, it, be see, it could be seen as a test. The way I see it, though, is really I want people to have what I think are critical points of consideration as early as possible. Okay. Right? Don't Don't fall in lust with how I carry myself. Don't fall in lust with my brand or my persona or my reputation. I want you to know the things that most people who have not had the opportunity to get that close to me know about me. So we're going to talk about my path with credit and finances. We're going to talk about my relationship with my children and their mothers. We're going to talk about some of my affiliations from my earlier times of my life, which I'm no longer active in. But if you... You in the streets. If you happen to run with me in certain circles, you're going to run in certain people. You go, why does that guy know you? Or why does that lady know you? got like an old nickname, like Shooter or something. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's things about me that you want to take into consideration. That way, it does two (laughs) things. One, you move into the relationship fully informed, right? But more importantly, you're now protected from any surprises Later on, that sounds like no game, one can dog. hold. All I, no all one I can hold leverage was, over, over complicated. me. And you know what? No, no, you, know no, no, I, no. you know where I got this from? This is going to be really interesting. I got it from the Jeffersons. Really? There was an episode where an old ex of George had some kind of secret over him, and he was trying to blackmail him and said, "If you don't follow through, I'm going to tell Wheezy." And the whole episode was about him trying to satisfy this person's request without getting in trouble with his wife. I'm in, I think I was in high school or college when I watched this. Uh, And when it boiled down to it at the very end of the episode, he had to confront the issue. And the lady found Wheezy and told her what it was. And she said, is that why you've been acting weird all along? I've known this the whole time. (laughs) He didn't know it. Uh, So I would go. Kevin Hart. And I thought. I thought then I never want to be in a situation, in a relationship with someone where I take their power away because somebody else thinks they have something on me. Mm. Interesting. So even in my days in college of dating and other things, and as an adult, I've always led with what's probably the most important things to you to know about me for you to make a decision about being in a relationship with me. Now I have two That's two frames of thought. Now, now I have two frames of thought. Well, first frame of thought, definitely very sweet. Can completely empathize with how you got there. Once you find out, second part of that is straight game. Straight game. <laughs> it's not game. Straight game. It's not no, game. It is. Everybody not with game. game says it's not game. It's not game. I have I have no game. Because look at that smart. It's not game. I have because here's the thing. Here's the thing. The confidence in which you convey it, <laughs> right? That's the convincing part. Somebody could sell you like ice water and call it Cristal if they're really, really confident. How they say it. You, you have, you have to. I agree with you on the latter part. You have to be confident in what you bring to the table. Yeah, and I know my worth. So if you can get past this. Now I can give you the validation that you really deserve for making the choice of continuing Bro, this path with me. This you got to get past this first on the podcast. No, no, you I really got to get past this first. I'm speechless. Now, when you get I'm past over here that, with my mouth gaped open, Grandma would have said, uh, "Close your mouth for, for a fly flying fly. there," because uh, I'm just that's, I, not, that's not game. Somebody don't get caught okay. in Claire's okay. snares. So rewind, uh, rewind, <laughs> rewind. Okay, so we got. Towards the initial, how did you get into counseling, pastoring, and commercial uh, coaching? lending? Coaching. Uh, all of those, um, I, every single one of them I would call acts of God. Coaching, okay. counseling, and commercial. Yeah. Sorry. I <laughs> so it, it yeah. starts with- Three C's. I, I receive what I believe, you know, and most pastors will can can crystallize this moment for, for you, where they believe they heard from God and was called into ministry. My call came at nine years old. Okay. And at nine years old, my idea of what being a pastor or minister was uh, measured against the man who was ministry for me, which is my mm-hmm. grandmother's pastor, who is kind of my foundation for being in, in ministry or being in the Christian church, period. And there's no way at nine years old I could see myself measuring against this this guy and his attributes. 
So I said, no way, God, I'm not interested. But I will spend time with you and getting to know you. And this I did this at nine and begin then at that moment reading the Bible every day and studying the word for huh. myself. I was never out of church. Even when my family didn't go to church, I would go to church. Even at nine, even before nine. I what about when you were in the streets? He was, I'm going to be in church. Okay. We're not going to miss the opportunity to be with the Lord. So even though I could not see myself in ministry, I wanted a relationship with the Lord and okay. was not ashamed of sharing my experience with others. And for a time, I did get away from the Christian church and studied other religions and other practices. Uh, for me, religion is, is essentially how we relate to God. Okay. Right? okay. So I've studied other ways to relate to God mm -hmm. other than through Christ mm -hmm. and then found myself back with Christ and has been there ever since. Um, but I was running in the process, of course, going to college, getting degrees and so forth. And I was in college for a really long time. Okay, let's do a poll. Mm -hmm. How many? How many was? Years. In college? Yeah. The first time? Okay. To get your aggregate. undergraduate degree? The first aggregate was nine years. I beat Still you. got to be. I beat not, not me. Ten yeah. years. Ten years. Yeah. Straight? Oh, four to 14. Straight? Other than when I was academically suspended? Yeah. Well, I was on probation. I never got suspended. <laughs> I got, but that was by I got on probation. That was by grace. And then I was suspended. Yeah, that was by grace that I didn't yeah, get suspended. Because I, I deserved to be well, suspended. Well, no grace in that. I deserved I, to be suspended, but I had connections. I, I got 100% suspended. Yeah. Oh, no, I got 100% like out. Yeah. So I got probation yeah. three times, and Me then too. they suspended my bad grade having so. Uh, on the, I was suspended three times as well, but I never got, I mean, uh, you never went probation. To, you never went to the fourth. See, it's the back-to-back -back yeah. that gets yeah. you. It's yeah. the suspension or it's the probation yeah. that you got to get it together before they suspend you. And what happened is I was three times the charm. So I got suspended or no, I got probation, break, probation, break, probation, suspension. Let me, let me tell you the real testimony and grace of mine. I was a math major, which was my third or fourth major. Actually, I was actuarial science, which is when I'm math department. Oh, man. You mathy math. The chair of our mathematics department was kind of an unofficial mentor, and he believed in me. So being on academic probation, one point whatever GPA, hmm? he put me in the math lab to be a tutor. One of the main tutors. Did that? I got D's and F's in my... And on my transcript and he was like but I need you to go teach other people how to do this that's not it then when professors could not go teach their classes for whatever reason algebra geometry trigonometry whatever the case may be white go teach that class so it was the institutional school that you had your beef with no not the subject I just I it was the to be institutionalized is where my beef lies oh same thing I didn't want structure yeah, mm -hmm. same thing. None, none. I didn't want to But go you to had class. the ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he recognized mm -hmm. that you can master the material and you receive it in a way that is natural, is not forced. Mm -hmm. Now I want to know if you had the ability to convey it to others. And that's why he put me in the math lab and paid me. I was on salary. And based off my performance in the math lab, then he, he gave you a grade. Me, no, then he would send me to teach in the class. No, he still never gave me a grade. What? But he wouldn't kick me out. What school was this? The. Florida Agricultural Mechanical University. Oh, go ahead. In Tallahassee, Florida. That's go ahead, Florida A&M. We got a lot of A&M folks. We call, it, okay. we call it the Black Harvard. So, got, oh, yeah, is, yeah. is that what they call it? Yeah, that's what we call <laughs> it. I've never yeah. heard that yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, I've, I've never not watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, hang around the rallies a little bit longer. You hit. Hang around the rallies. You yeah, so, I bet if I go to A&M, they go <laughs> So our, our motto during that time was excellence with caring. Oh, uh, like Prairie View, Prairie View piece. makes productive people. They really do, though. I am. You know but, what? But it's the I, caring piece. I hate that, that I didn't get an HBCU experience. I definitely look for that for my children because uh, there's a whole piece of like that culture, that yeah, that, that confidence that, that I don't have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's, that's amazing. Fun. So tell us, you you are in your professional life as well. You do real estate, um, real estate so you, lending, real estate lending. Yes. Yeah. So you don't own any because you're about you buying your house right now. Correct. What advice can you give to our audience for people who are interested either in becoming a lender, one, okay. or 
um, getting how along. to achieve, how to achieve. What am I trying to say? Help me out, co-host. How to be qualified for? I don't know how to get along. I don't know. I just said how to get along. Okay, yeah. How to get along. This volley is amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, I, so I, I we do it. this all the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is how we naturally talk. Well, um, the advice I would give is to to lean into your first point is to become the lender, right? Um, for a couple of standpoints. One is biblical, to be the lender, not the borrower. Okay. But more importantly, then you're in control mm-hmm. entirely of the project if you control the funds. The project, the outcome, the partners you choose, they're all are gonna follow the money. So when you become the lender, you're truly in control of the project. To become a real estate lender, either as an investor, lender, or just to be a lender, period, from the private side, gives you a great amount of power. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would always advise someone to do that. And how you do that is you can start as small as you want. There's a lot of projects that people need to complete, uh, whether they're doing a wholesale deal um, or something of that nature where they only need a few thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, be that person to lend and make your margin on that which then also secondarily gives you an education into that process. To find out because how. your dollars are there, they're going to open up the curtains and allow you to see what's going on behind it. That is a gem, a bar, a thing. I never thought about that. So, that is really good. And we are going to have a passive income in, at the a conference. Panel a at panel the conference. at the conference where we talk about yeah. that, right? That's pretty powerful. Um, that's also really exciting because... Who is a lender? How can you become a lender? What does that look like? And what does that look like in marriage and with couples? And we'll we'll also feature some couples that are private lenders that can kind of share some insight into that. That's powerful. It is a non-traditional way of being involved in real estate that we, I fear, as a culture, are missing the boat on. Mm -hmm. That we're so excited or enthusiastic or zealous about being attached to the dirt. Mm -hmm. I need my name on the deed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to drive the renovation project. I want to own the asset, not realizing that the cash is an asset as well. And that gives you just as much, if not more power, if you're the cash injection into the project. But now, you can't just put the cash in and sit back on the sofa and wait for the education to come. Mm-hmm. You'll get your dividend or you'll get your interest payment. But if you want the education, you, gotta you get in have the water. to be present. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You have to get involved. Let me tell you something. So when we were saying we're going to bring Clarence on the podcast, we were like, okay, what are we going to talk about? I, I could not have, if we're talking about, you you know, your past and everything, we're yeah. talking about divine and how yeah. things come at the right time. This is a, this is a good ministering that's happening But you know right what's now. funny, and I want to get to the stories. He definitely hit us with the game, though. He was like, oh, <laughs> man, I got oh. this. It was telling us stories. I was like, oh, this is going to be a wild episode. He going to hit us with all the marriage stories from the crazy couples or whatever. No, we hadn't gotten like, that. We hadn't gotten to that part the, of the. Yeah, the, 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 the but now, good. now the 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 He's sting good, is out of the B, man. Yeah. It's out of the B. <laughs> you ain't you ain't coming with the ratchet. You yeah. don't have a ratchet. I, I, I want to give the ratchet. Please give me a chance to give the ratchet. No, but I will. <laughs> I will ask you this. And one of the things that, I, and I, I don't think I've ever really asked you this consciously, and it's a good platform for this because our podcast has followed our journey, right? You've had a front seat row too from a vantage yeah. point because you you lent on our first big deal after 2019 and all the challenges we yes. went through. You've seen our dirty draws from yeah. credit to you know whatever. So from your vantage point of seeing us in that very you know second project, and then also seeing us now and what we're doing and all the challenges, whether it's credit or capital, yeah. partnering with people, whatever, market, whatever the case may be. What yeah. is your opinion of our journey and our story? Let me be transparent. It, it has been absolutely phenomenal. And you know this because when I found out you were involved in stuff, like when you did the project on Charleston, I ran you down because I wanted to mm-hmm. see it and we had no stake in that game. That's true. That's just how big of a fan I am from watching you all do one of your early flips yep. that might have been 1,200 square feet. Mm-hmm. 1140? Mm-hmm. To doing a true custom yep. bill, which not everybody understands yep. what a custom bill is. They say they do, but they really don't unless yep. they're involved in the game. To a true, absolute custom bill that, what was the square feet of that? 4,600. 
Think of the, you see what mm-hmm. I mean? The scope of that. And a person that can do a renovation project is not the same one that can do a, um, an entry level product that's kind of cutting mm-hmm. paste mm-hmm. model type build mm-hmm. that doesn't take a lot of sophistication to doing a true custom, which mm-hmm. is very sophisticated in terms of the skill level that you need. And the, it's more capital intensive. That is true. So I'm a true fan to have watched the growth from each stage or each iteration of where Park Street has grown through to mm-hmm. where you are now today. Yeah. And have you had your challenges? Of course. But what what journey is worthwhile that does not have uh, various elevations to it? If it's just a straight line and all the conditions are perfect the whole entire way, you're going to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. I mean, That's a good way to look like at it. And like you said earlier, the only time you lose is if you don't keep going when you stop, right? Yeah. So you can lose, 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 lose. The difference between winners and losers is winners play until they win. Winners play until they That's win. That's a big crit quote, actually. Big crit. Big crit quote. Dot R dot I dot. Yes. T dot. And he listened to music. I'm Look familiar at that. With, yeah. the, with the name. I yeah. don't remember what he sings. Oh, he's you, you he's an amazing yeah, lyricist. You don't know big yeah. crits in music. Yeah. I, I, Okay. But now let's let's parallel that to, to marriage. Part of why I believe God's grace on my life for um, serving couples who are in crisis is the same thing. Mm. That I learned a new term a couple of weeks ago in a marital seminar I was participating in is narrative matching. That in our heads, we have this idea of what it takes to achieve a certain goal and relationship. Mm. And that's our target. And when things look different than that goal, we're upset. We're disturbed. We're ready to quit. We want to throw in the, the towel. I'm done. Not realizing that that path or that journey or that process is just as important as reaching that outcome. Mm-hmm. Right? That's good. You all stay focused as partners on completing that project on Charleston. And I know from watching it from the street. I only got a chance to come inside twice when y'all. You saw it twice. You came you know, to the party for the I open told house, you. right? I for gave the, you a. You get, I gave you two, a personal tour. Those were the two times, but I'm well, saying you, the rest of it, it had was to available. Watch from you could have bought it. Okay. I'm just yeah. saying, you all would agree it did not go as smoothly as you would have hoped it would, but you still met the outcome. No, that one went pretty smooth. Charleston went bad. Charleston went I didn't say it was bad. I said they were, didn't go exactly the way that. Oh, yeah. Go. I mean, COVID and like, yeah. but and I'm sure. construction, right? I think yeah. one of the things that we've gotten used to in our space is like that you pivot. I mean, our pivot game is strong. Pivot game is Catch definitely strong. Catch us in 2019, our pivot game was weak. Today, our pivot game is strong. I mean, things that will crush people. We come across it and we like, like ah, <laughs> okay, we just got to do something different. Like, life-changing things and we're like, eh. and I get it now because I've seen other business yeah. owners do that too. And I'm like, how were they able to take that on the chin like that? Like, that is so bad. And they're just like, nah. So Keep pushing. Strong. So how does that play out in your marriage? Have well, you had to pivot in your marriage? Plenty of times. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know if it's a pivot, though. I like what you said about a, a journey. I think that the one thing that was clear for us was the narrative matched, mm-hmm. right, from day one. So the one thing that we aligned on is how we viewed life yep. and how we wanted to live. Mm-hmm. And that's been the clear thing. So even though the road got lots of different ones, we really want to be in the car together. We really, we enjoy, it's like an actual road trip. Every time we go on a road trip, Aisha's like, man, I love going on a road it's trip too. I absolutely hate driving, but I like spending time with her. So mm-hmm. it makes the ride bearable. Cause sometimes the ride can be trash in a journey. But yeah. if you have a great partner, yep. the road can twist and turn yep. and up and down. If you have a great partner and you believe in the destination. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's yes. true. I so mean, that's and y'all both want to go to the same destination. Both want to because both believe in the it's same when y'all going in two different directions that I see that dissonance between the two people. Um, we're going in the same direction, and we're gonna get there. Yep. Now it might not be how we mapped it out on MapQuest. Uh, who remember MapQuest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna get there. Map. You know, I the, really want to go I, all the way to yeah. Key Map. Sure. Yeah. Now here's the crazy part, and I think of even this podcast as an example of that, as the the years, like you start off with that narrative in mind and the road twists and turns. One of the exciting things is seeing yourself get better, yeah. right? So yeah. I in no way feel like our podcast right now is the best that it's going to be. 
I know that it's going to be even much better. Right. But four years into it, damn, I'm I'm happy with where we've gotten to. Mm -hmm. Like because we started off at the dining room table, dragging her out of bed to record and me not editing nothing and throwing it on. And just like we got a ship. We just got to execute. We just got to get it out. And it was really like. Trash is the only word that I could describe it's it. Not that bad. It wasn't. It wasn't that it was that bad because the information was always there, but the presentation wasn't. Production wasn't. Yeah, the production yeah. wasn't. So you know, and we're over two years in the studio now. It's a much cleaner, crisp, controlled environment, and that will even get better. So the best part about it is seeing from where we came from. So we're even in Park Street, even in our marriage, like. I'm excited about our marriage in 10 years, excited about our marriage in 50 years. I'm excited about like these kids going to grow up and be gone (laughs) and we going to have each other back and it's going to be amazing. Uh, I'm excited about that. Good luck with that. Yeah. (laughs) Hey man. No, but to to your point on the podcast, I've led a podcast series for a year uh, around my coaching business for marriages. It's not an easy experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trust me. And I did it for a year every week. 52 episodes and then I said I'm done mm-hmm. I gave it a year and I've listened to you all's podcast and I'm a podcast junkie that's how I spend my downtime I don't like to watch TV I'm either reading or I'm listening to an interview and you all do a phenomenal job oh thank this you this is a very uh underrated and underexposed podcast and when the light hits you'll be prepared because you'll have stuff uh, in the bank yeah. so that mm-hmm. folks can run to and see how great it's been. So I've enjoyed listening to the episodes that I've I appreciate that I've thank done you. to thank prepare you. for my time here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Even you. though I haven't been ratchet yet. So you no, no, no. So I'm not gonna let you get ratchet. I would love to. I want to hear some stories. All right. What? It's got to be worth yeah, it. Wow. Let's get ratchet. Look, look, the boys want to get down mm-hmm. and dirty. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, give me, give me a crazy situation. Oh give me, God. give me so of a couple that I've been with. Sure. I okay. mean, whatever you got. So here's here's one of the things that I shared with you all when we were at the conference that through God's grace, uh, and not I've the, been I've not been that with crazy no, no, story. No, no, <laughs> I got one for you. Hold on. Don't okay. tell the one that I. I got one. For, I got one for you. It's not that. It's one, even is it? better. No, it's no. Bad. This was bad. No, this is bad. <laughs> this is better. But hold on, listen. It's through, better since, than since 1998. God has allowed me to coach, and this is going to bring us back to a question you asked me earlier. How I got into it. Uh, I got into banking because I was recruited out of college. I wasn't looking for the job. Okay. Simply had a conversation with some recruiters, got invited to Houston to have a second round of interviews. Came to Houston thinking it was a tumbleweed, horse-drawn mm-hmm. carriage. Where are you originally from? 10, Gainesville, Florida, which is the swamps. It's country, I know. Okay. Uh, okay. But I'm coming to Houston thinking it's tumbleweed town. Okay. And landed into Hobby Airport, picked up by a limousine. They put me up in the Warwick, which is now Hotel Zaza. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I said, God, if you grace me this opportunity, I'm coming to Houston. <laughs> this and was I had to look back. This was in 94. Oh, 94. Uh, yeah. 94, 94, we were popping. As a city, we were oh, championship, back yeah, to yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I had no we desire to okay, be in banking. Like Clarence, huh? I had no desire to <laughs> be in banking. I had no desire to be any other place than on the East Coast. But that set it up for me. That was God moving me here. And then getting into banking and realizing this is in line with what I like to do, which is help people. Mm-hmm. I've always known that part about myself. I go and then I start hearing the call to ministry again. And I go, no, sir. I like to do the things that I like to do without restrictions or people judging. You fought God life. that whole way, huh? And then I started to give in. But the wife I was married to at the time lived even more freely than I did. Mm-hmm. And she did not want the stigma or the judgment from being a pastor's wife. Mm-hmm. So we delayed the decision, but I said, God, how about a, a coach? Okay. Like it still help people. And God, I'll even be a Christian coach. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get the Christian counselor's license, the whole deal. That's how I started in counseling that began in 98. Okay. So since 1998, couples that God has graced me to sit with have never gone through divorce. Clarence. Never. Now, some of them have divorced years later after they stopped doing the work or stopped meeting with a coach, either me or someone else. Mm-hmm. But while they were doing the work, never. Now, I say this as a backdrop to the story I'm about to tell you. Don't tell us. I got to tell This is <laughs> a different story. Let them go. Right. Entirely different story. Couple who was having turmoil, hmm. considering divorce. Mm-hmm. 
married, two kids, okay, young kids in the house. The wife is disgruntled and very unsatisfied with the marriage. She did not think her husband had enough rough edge to him. All right. And this was a transformed dude who was very rough, but cleaned his life up for Christ and for his wife. Mm. She didn't like the transformation. She goes out with her girlfriend, who is a same age as she is, single mother. They go out, have a great time on the town, hang out at bars, bar hop, whatever the case may be. Comes back home, decides, I've had a little too much to drink to go home. May I stay here with you? She says yes. To the friend's house. Friend goes in her room. She shows her the guest room. Between that moment and the next moment, morning, she decides to sleep with her friend's son. What? And gets pregnant. What? Hold on. And keeps the baby. A what? Man. In the whole wide. Hold. Look at she back there just a chuckling. It's not funny. It's hold. hard. No, no, no. And Ain't nothing wait. funny about hold this on. goddamn Whoa. story. And Let the man finish. Hold on. They stayed together. <laughs> Kevin. Through God's grace. No, Kevin. I mean. I, no, Kevin. We walked through that situation. And it wasn't it. easy. What? It was not easy. But through God's grace. And God's wisdom and God's coaching, using me as a facilitator, they stayed in that relationship. Y'all, this man is officially on the panel for the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. He's an amazing storyteller. He's got <laughs> <laughs> She the boss. Now, was that worse Was that worse than the other one I told yeah, that you? Was, hold no, on, hold on, hold on. No, no that other one was no. really, really. Not, that, no. I don't I even want to know the details. I don't details even want to at all. But, but here's, hold on, I have so many questions. Oh, come on, Kevin. Here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to project onto this story. What am I projecting? No, I'm talking about the projection of like. How? how it's so far from anything that I've experienced. I'm not saying project like you've been through this. What I'm saying is like, okay, go ahead. No, I, I just L- have questions. To your wife. I don't have thoughts. I have okay, questions. Go ahead. How old was the son? He was... He was in his early twenties. Okay, so he was a yeah. grown. Like, okay, he, yeah, he wasn't a minor. Okay, okay. I'm yeah. okay, so my then mind had going a, a right a duty. Yeah, at and that then, point. Okay, okay. So, okay. What did the husband say? Well, I'm sure he was hurt. He was very hurt. I bet he was pissed. He was very hurt. He was hurt. He was very disappointed. Yeah. And they already had two young children. So I have a question. It's not a projection. Go ahead. But it's a it's a I'll leading you, question. I'll tell you the story later after <laughs> after this podcast interview. But question. The mindset. Maybe not. Okay. Maybe I, not. I'll take that. I'll take that. Maybe not. Yeah, I'll take I'm that. Because I'm just take a special kind of the person. The wife be knowing. The wife, it does the not. wife knows no, I, and the husband just... Sure, it, sure. It, okay. it, it, it really doesn't take a special kind of person. So they found their way out of that. Really all it takes... Are they still it, together? No, they subsequently divorced maybe four years after that. Five, okay. years, four or five years after that. He still takes care of the son. Really? Mm-hmm. What happened to the son of the friend? He's not involved in the child's life. I mean, it's kind of one. It's kind of like what is that? Maybe the imitation. You know, like one of those movies where one of the young girls have a baby and they give it to the older sister and the sister raise it as they own. You know, you just kind of take it, and then you know, you never heard of that before. That's a yeah. I've heard of that before. Definitely heard of that before. A little different. But the problem is, it's the mama's friend who slept with the son. There's a whole lot in there. No, that. no, not the mom's friend. It is. That's who slept That's with the son. the son. So she had a complicated relationship. She had to face her husband. If your best friend okay, yeah. but you slept with baby Kevin <laughs> and made a baby. You got you to gotta face your friend as well. Yeah. That's a hell of a lot. You slept with your friend's child. Child. In her house. In her house. And made a baby. 
Your child also slept with that lady. Yeah, but children, well, and he was grown ass. He was so. grown, and she was intoxicated. Was he intoxicated? Grown is not always by age, so well, that's a whole nother. Yeah, that's a that's good true. Point. But what I'm saying is like, okay, uh, now we wait. Actually, give he us took advantage story. of her. I no, want another that's story. Another. I want another one. That's Roll enough. up the bag. If you want more stories, I want, no, we'll tell no, y'all where you I can find Clarence. You call. You I want give one a, more. He I does consultations where he nope. story tells his nope. experience. <laughs> they nope. $250 an hour, unlimited stories at $250 an hour unlimited. via Zoom. Um, <laughs> so he's available nationwide. This is true. Are you making management dollars? What are you? Like, I what think are you so. Doing? I think I just hired like, a new manager uh, and, book, and booking story. agent for a fee. I, yeah. listen, okay. I've been trying. Okay. To- no, listen, when, when it comes to marriage, it's it's. It's simple. Well, and one of the ways I describe myself in personal life is that I'm simply complicated. It's the same thing with marriage. It's simple and yet complicated. Okay. I like that. Do you believe in the commitment that you made at the altar? Okay. That's that's always our our base, mm-hmm. right? That's always where we're pointing to. Mm-hmm. No matter where, how far we get away from that, that is our centering point. Mm-hmm. It's the covenant you made at the altar. And if you did it in a Christian ceremony before God, then we have a lot to work with in just that one moment if we use that as our centering part. So do you want to get married again? Absolutely. I look forward to it. And then what are your hopes, dreams, ambitions for your future marriage? Um, One, to actually marry for the first time to someone I want to marry. Okay. Um, I'll take that. That's real. My college sweetheart. I've, I've had the blessing of marrying some great women, some amazing women, but not marrying someone I wanted to be married to. Mm-hmm. My college sweetheart, uh, an amazing woman, still is an amazing woman. We didn't like each other, mm-hmm. right? She was all things physically attractive, extremely smart, one of the smartest persons I've ever met in my life, uh, if not the smartest active, well-respected, and to do that in that environment at Florida A&M at the time was no easy She was the bee's knees. She was. So why am I going to say no to this? And you're fine? Mm -hmm. Come on. Why am I going to say no to that? Who has to like you? I didn't, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And she didn't like some of my immature ways at the time, which tend to haunt people in their relationships. Mm -hmm. So that caused real for us the entire time we're together. Uh, And we knew we should not have been married. But I loved her family and she loved my family mm. and our families loved each other. Yeah. And so we married and we tried to give it a run. My second marriage, uh, amazing woman. But I didn't know her and she didn't know me and we didn't really fit well together either. But I married her for two reasons. One, I was going into ministry and I believe that a pastor should have a Bible and a wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a politician. Yeah. Different in the sense that. Uh, some politicians can get away with being whores. That's true. Most pastors cannot. Most pastors uh, are whores. I, I mean, yes, say, they can. I didn't say they weren't. I said they can't get <laughs> yes, away with it. I said, real, I said they can't get away with it. Yes, they do. Most pastors get away with being complete whores. <laughs> they should not. And they I didn't shouldn't. Want, they I shouldn't. Didn't, and they I didn't should. want to be. Let's go and with so, you. And I know my proclivities. If I'm single, single, then... You out in these streets. Who do, uh, uh, uh. who do we want to talk to? And nobody can stop us, right? I'm not saying it's yeah, that bad. Yeah, that's not what he said. <laughs> but if I'm in a relationship, a committed relationship, I'm 100% locked in and focused. I'm with you. So I knew, God, if you're going to allow me to finally accept my calling and finally be in a position to pastor a congregation of any capacity, associate, assistance, whatever, I'm going to need a Bible and a wife. Because I could stay focused in, on one woman yep. very well. Mm-hmm. But I should have done a little bit more research on what I wanted and what I needed. And I thought I had, but it was based off of the wrong, mm. the wrong things. So I'm excited about the fact that I have all of that wisdom yep. mm-hmm. of how I've done it wrong mm-hmm. to invest in how to do it right. So the first thing is marrying someone I actually want to be with. And that wants to be with me and values who I really am. And not the picture that I sell them. I could dig that. Right. So often we show our better side, mm-hmm. our more promising side, and not our complete sides. Yeah. So whoever gets me now gets it all. And I want that same thing from them. And so 
Uh, that's the first thing I think we'll do differently. The second thing is I want someone that we want to ride to the wheels fall off, mm -hmm. meaning these legs, our limbs, whatever the case may be. Whatever you and, got. And we take our last breath is with each other. Yeah. You know? Those are two primary things. I'm focused that's sweet. On. I love that. That's I a whole that. panel. Okay. So this is how we're going to get more couples in the building, right? Because for those of you, hold on, let me look at the camera. For all of the millions of people out there. Yeah. <laughs> Claim it. Who yeah. may be on the brink of calling it quits. Yep. The marriage and real estate conference is where you're going to be at. Why? Because Clarence will be there, our marital coach, who has brought marriages from a mighty long way. Not only has he brought marriages from a mighty long way, he is also in real estate. And so we know our audience. We know we resonate with people who are either married, soon to be married, coupled up, want to be married. Yep. Um, and all of those people fall in various places. Should we get married? Um, should we stay married? But they do know that they are yeah. real estate minded and interested and they want to build wealth. And so we want to make sure that we cover all of our bases. And look at that. We didn't even know we needed you. And here we are. That was his agenda, though. He yeah, said that. That was definitely well, he my agenda. A, he did a darn good now, job. Now, here's a question. Council moment. For the Sheltons. Uh-oh. Because we haven't had a marriage episode in a while. We haven't. You've listened to several episodes of our podcast. You've obviously been around us. You know us. What's your opinion on our marriage? Oh, wow. Not our business, but our marriage. Um it from the from, seriously, from the Why? From from the preview, I didn't understand it for a long time. Really? Knowing you're being with each of you individually in mm -hmm. different settings and then seeing y'all together, I was like, I don't get it. And um, some folks close to you will know this because I said to him often, Kevin may be the giant, but I'm afraid of Aisha. I tell everybody. As long do as I, not I do not that. disappoint her, I think I'm in, I'm in good space. So it's, it's that perspective <laughs> that um, keeps me safe in y'all's She the boss, in bro. Graces. She is the boss. She's a quiet boss. She is the she brain. She is the boss. Listen, um, our whole life is built on that brain. But when I saw you all at the open house and how you all functioned um, very well as a team, not only the two of you all, but the people you brought together to help support you all and how y'all organized that and ran that shift together, I was like, okay, I get it. But I didn't until that very moment um, at the open house. So I think very highly of y'all's marriage. Interesting. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, well, we uh, like each other. We had Matt Head on here last week. Really? And he said, I thought y'all was friends. He's like, I didn't know y'all married. I thought y'all was friends. I was like, yeah. really? Yeah. No, nah, that wouldn't work for me. Y'all translate. It's important to be friends. Yeah, I it mean. Is. No, no, no. But she is my yeah. best friend. Yeah, yeah I, I believe it. But not being in a marital relationship with her would not work for me. I ain't going to be your friend. We can't be friends. Just friends. This, this is what I picked up on you all, is that you speak each other's language very well. Mm-hmm. Do. Yeah. Even, and I saw this at the open house, and it was it was really hilarious to me because I, I don't know if I was the only one that saw it. You all could have a conversation with each other in a room and not use any words. At the mixer or the open house? At the open house. I'm sorry. Charleston open, open house? house? At the open house. That's what I meant. At the Charleston open house. Because you've been to several open houses. I have been to several open houses, but at the Charleston open house. Oh, the party? Okay. No, at the, not the party. At the open house, the daytime open house. where you have Okay. The, the neighborhood open the neighborhood house. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. Yes. 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 You all could be in different rooms, but in enough space to see each other's faces and go, mm -hmm, and boom. And you, one of them is off doing something going, wait, did anybody else catch that other yeah. than me? You all speak each other's languages that well I mean, that you could do it without words. That's true. To me, that is the secret power of a successful marriage. It's the I'll ability to it. communicate under any circumstance using any form of method that you need to in order to convey the message. And you all have that down. Yeah. I mean, we grew there. It wasn't always. Oh, yeah. It certainly was. It's a process. It's a process. It's a process. No. A beautiful one. A beautiful one. Yeah. We didn't we even know. We didn't even. We do. Yeah, we I do. I like you a lot. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that smile. I make you smile like it's, that. It's funny. So the reality situation is this is my second marriage. I never want to be married again. Mm. And I didn't want to live past 60. 
to be honest. I heard that on a couple of episodes ago. He said the same I, thing. And now you said you might, you might give it to Aiden and she fussed at you about that yeah. as well. Yeah. But, yeah. but she's the only person, like, bro, I'm having a great time. <laughs> this is like, that's fun. I, I enjoy living life with this person. Good, bad, and different. When it's real bad, still an amazing time. In the worst of times. And in the best of times, it's even better. But the worst of times can be worse. And I, there's nobody I'd rather be in the worst of times with than this person. And the bad times are not as bad when you have someone That's true. going through them with you. Mm -hmm. The bad times are bearable. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. Well, we got our own personal marriage coach. Y'all have to get your own session. <laughs> this is ours. Uh, where, yeah. where can they find you? Where can the people find you? Uh, I'm I'm available on all platforms. It's just my regular name, Clarence White. Okay. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all of those different different platforms that can be found and reached in, in those vehicles. So. Okay. And will you coach them to success if they want to invest in real estate? That absolutely. There we go. Yeah. I'm a tremendous believer that wealth in this country is created historically through real estate, uh, financial instruments like insurance or so forth, mm -hmm. or entertainment. Those are the primary natural resources like real estate, oil and yep. gas and so forth, financial in instruments or entertainment. Technology and things like that are new vehicles for creating wealth so we can't forget that yeah uh, so absolutely this was fun it was she by every stretch of the imagination kept the entire conversation on a leash she didn't let us free <laughs> she promised no. to let us Why did free she give us the opportunity no. to build it? Uh, it's a combination of things it's a combination of her controlling time okay i am okay. a time controller and also her controlling the outcome of the of the way that the episode is perceived. She don't want us to get in, down in the weeds. But you're going to tell me after the no. story. Yeah, and you get, know what? All the crazy. He's got plenty ratchet. of stories to tell. And I'm and looking forward to the episode where we have. She also wants to get them on the I do. I want to have. I want to get you on the conference. But I, I want to have a, a a women's conversation about this. About marriage and real estate. Like a panel. And we'll do it at the conference. But I also want to do it on the podcast too. And then I want to have a men. So y'all can get down and dirty on the men episode. And no, no, no. That. I just want to hear stories. Uh, We'll take yeah. the man to lunch. We go to lunch. We go dinner. Yeah, we have or something. We do that. Yeah. Okay. So, but at this point, we're going to end the episode. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, thank you all for this thank opportunity. You. Thank you for coming. To share. You could always come. You yeah. could have come four years. ago. I, I really did not know. This as was soon the, as I found out, I tried to get here as soon as possible. This was the episode we didn't know we needed. That is true. We, it it yeah. truly was the episode we we didn't know we needed, and I hope that the things that you said because you said you dropped so many gems and really said some really profound things and we had fun and we made you know there was some jest in there but you really did say some profound things that I feel like will impact somebody's marriage when they hear this episode so thank you for being our guest yeah. and encourage them to reach out to Park Street so they can invest in some real estate for sure alongside yeah, you all yeah, yeah yeah for sure don't don't miss the come up because you, you you all offer an amazing vehicle I'm on your newsletter so there we go. I watch what you what you all promote and it's an, uh, an amazing opportunity for people to invest in real estate. Yeah. No, thank you. And we want to thank you for liking and subscribing to our podcast. Mm -hmm. So please hit that like button, hit that follow, share, share this episode, all the clips, the conference, Marriage and Real Estate Conference 2023 coming your way. Marriage and Real Estate Conference is the website for tickets. We'll put it in the show notes. But this has been another episode of Marriage and Real Estate Podcast.